Well, I want to thank Pastor Dave for the invitation to preach today, and uh, it's good to be back with you. This is the first time I've preached here, Dave, when you were here, so it's a real privilege to have you present. Uh, you've been looking at the book of Romans, and we're going to look at chapter 5 today, but before we read that, I want to give you a little introduction. This chapter really deals with what I'd like to call the gifts of God, the gifts of grace. They're gifts that are available. The problem I find with many Christians is they somehow feel that these gifts have a sign on and it says, do not open till eternity. And I want to remind you that the gifts we're talking about today are for you and for you and for you and for me. They're gifts that God wants us to have. Now, I've been, Nancy and I, my wife, have been reading a fascinating book. It's a book by Brene Brown, and it's entitled Atlas of the Heart. And what's fascinating about this book is she's a researcher, and she's discovered that in her research that dealing particularly with emotions and experiences, that when you ask people to identify in a survey, and they did this for five years, the top, three emo- the top emotions they have, they came up with three. Happy, sad, angry. Interesting. Just three. Now, if you read this book, you'll discover she has 87. 87 emotions and experiences, and they help us, and this is key, they help us to look at and answer this question. Where am I? Where am I? And then the second question is this, how did I get here from there? And the third question is, how do I get from there to here? Key questions. Where am I? Where am I? Key question to ask, and I think our text today is going to deal with it. Where are you today? And the issue of emotions and experiences, where are you? And how did you get from there to here? And if where you are here is not where you'd like to be, how are you going to get from here to that new place? I believe that our text today, the Apostle Paul, wants to help us figure that out. And what he wants to help us to do is to discover the gifts of God that are for us. So our text comes from Romans chapter 5, and I begin at verse 1. Therefore, since we are justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have obtained access to this grace in which we stand. And we boast. Now, another word would be to rejoice or exalt in our hope of sharing the glory of God. And not only that, but we also boast to rejoice in our suffering, knowing that suffering produces endurance, or another word would be perseverance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not disappoint us. Because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. But while we were still weak, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. Indeed, rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person someone might actually dare to die. But God proves his love for us in that while we were sinners, Christ died for us. Much more then, how that, now that we have been justified by his, by his blood, will we be saved through him from the wrath of God? For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more surely having been reconciled, Will we be saved by his life? But more than that, 
we even boast or joy or exalt in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. Two weeks ago, your pastor began his message saying that if you are hearing this text, what Paul wants to say is, Church, I have good news. And today we say that again. Paul begins by helping us understand that the first gift we're going to receive is salvation. Salvation, he says, Therefore, since we are justified by faith, through whom we now have access to this grace in which we stand, and not only that, but much more than now that we have been justified by his blood, will we be saved through him from the wrath of God. Salvation, justification, reconciliation, access to God's presence. How? Because of the blood of Jesus Christ. We are justified by faith. We are reconciled. We stand in God's grace. Christ has taken our sins. Now, how is that possible? Well, the scriptures tell us that if we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart, we will be saved. John says if we confess, we can be forgiven. Christ will forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now, I find a lot of people have a little problem with this. We're going to sing later in the service. You're going to hear a song that talks about wretch. And those of you that sing Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved. Well, I'm not so bad person like me. Do you ever have trouble singing wretch? But the Gospels want us to understand, and we've seen this. Paul has made it very clear. You've been listening or going through this series that all have sinned. None are righteous. And he doesn't measure little sins and big sins. Sin is sin. You missed the mark. You missed the mark. And he wants to remind us that as we confess, we can be forgiven. Now, when we come to salvation, when we come in faith, we are forgiven, past, present, future. But I like to see this sort of like a gift certificate, that when we sin, God says, okay, use your gift certificate, confess, and I'll forgive. And one of the things, I don't know if you've been watching the Olympics, one of the things I've discovered is the media has a hard time forgetting sins. They're called mistakes. I'll share an illustration later. In 2006, she fell. This is 2022, 16 years later. The good news of the gospel, when we confess, God says, I forgive you and your sins I remember no more. You ever come to God and said, Lord, sorry, here I am again? God knows that. He's omniscient. But the good news is God doesn't keep throwing it in our face. God doesn't remind us. He reminds us, you have been forgiven. I have cleansed you from all unrighteousness. Friends, that is great news, the gift of salvation. And the second gift we discover is peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Dave in his prayer talked about shalom, wholeness. Not only peace with God, but the peace of God. Jesus would say in John 14:27, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Don't let your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. 
Not only do we have salvation, but we have peace with God and we have the peace of God. And then we read that we have hope. Hope. Through whom we have obtained access in this grace in which we stand and we rejoice in our hope of sharing the glory of God. And not only that, but we also rejoice in our suffering, knowing that suffering produces perseverance and perseverance produces character and character produces hope. Wow. What a list. What a list. Now, I can't on Super Bowl Sunday not have a Super Bowl illustration. Cooper Cup is a Christian. In 2018, he tore his ACL. And on Twitter, he posted a photo of himself being carted off the field with this verse, Romans 5.3. Rejoice in your suffering, for through suffering comes perseverance. And then he wrote, thank you for your prayers. I refuse to be defeated. God is good. You heard it this morning. God is good. Interestingly enough, 2021, if you know, Cooper Cup had one of the greatest single seasons as a receiver in the NFL. God is good. Fascinating, as I was looking at stories, I came across Jake Gervasi. He's another Ram. When the preseason was finished, he got cut. This was really kind of devastating because his wife had just quit her job so he could pursue his goal of being an NFL player. Three weeks later, he was brought onto the practice team. And it was a very discouraging time because he was on the practice. He didn't make the team to the last three playoff games. And listen to what he wrote. Even though things can get really hard and tough, trust the support you get from your family and friends and trust God is going to take care of you one way or another. One way or another. Now, those of you who are Bengals fans, you know about perseverance. (laughs) It's only been 33 years since they've won a Super Bowl. In 2019, their record was 2 and 14. Last year, it was 4 and 11. They're the only team that's had that kind of record and then makes it to the Super Bowl. They know the difficulty and they know the challenges of maintaining faith and persevering. And despite all this, Today they play in the Super Bowl. Whether they win or lose, they have persevered and won. And then if you watch the Olympics, any of you watching the Olympics like us? Uh, You've heard the name Lindsay Jacob Ellis. She's the one that they keep talking about 2006. Uh, She was 19 or 20. She was winning the race, gold medal. The problem was that she decided to do a little trick to sign a show off. Look. She was close to the finish line. She fell. She got silver. Four years later, she fell again. Four years later, she fell again. Four years later, she got fourth place by three one-thousandths of a second. How do you even measure that? Now, the reason she's a snowboarder, when she was eight, her family home burned down. They lost all their ski equipment. They were so poor they couldn't afford skis, so they brought snowboards. She's one of the most decorated snowboarders in the world. She's now 36, and last week they kept showing that clip, but now they're showing a different clip. Why? Because she won gold. But she's in front, and we're watching going, don't fall, don't fall, don't fall. 
And then she came back with 40-year-old teammate Nick, and they won Dole Gold again. Now they're going to show a different story. I wonder, what challenges are you facing? What are the hard times for you or for a loved one? Perseverance produces character. Character produces hope. Don't give up. Let God and others into your problem. Suffering, yes. But hope is possible. I love this text. It's such a powerful reminder of what God wants to give us in his gift. Now, on Valentine's weekend, it's so great that Dave gave me a text that has love in it. We sang love divine, all love's excelling. Glory in God's perfect love. Glory in his wonder and praise. But this verse, I believe, is really God's Valentine card to each one of us. Listen to what God says. Because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. For while we were still weak at the right time, God died for the ungodly. Indeed, rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person someone might actually dare to die. But God, notices proves his love for us in that while we were sinners, Christ died for us. Did you hear these words? Because God's love has been poured into our hearts. The word there is the word that comes from oil wells gushing. God's well is just gushing over you. And notice where it's poured. It's not poured into your head. There are many of you who can talk about the facts of God's love. But this is love poured into your heart. And for the Greeks and for the Christians, it is the reality of God's love coming in for something for us to experience, to feel. Brene Brown in her book, And she is not a Christian writer, but she has this to say about love. We cultivate love when we allow our most vulnerable and powerful selves to be deeply seen and known when we honor the spiritual connection that grows from that offering with trust, respect, kindness, and affection. Love is not something we give or get. It is something that we nurture and grow. Love. Not about you, but I'm one who, I was a mathematics major I very much live a lot of my life up here, not a lot down here. What's key in this text is God wants us to see and experience an emotion. And it's called, you are loved. And I can't think of a better way to do that than to have us sing a song. Now, it's a song I think you all know. Do you know Jesus Loves Me? Would you sing it with me? Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong, they are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. 
my second grandson, who's now a junior at Whitworth College, we'd sing and we'd say, Jesus loves you. No, 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 Papa. Jesus loves me. Now, we can talk about that's a little bit of a personal, but I trust that you sense that it's important for us to be able to say, Jesus loves me. Because then the gospel tells us when we can discover that we are loved, then we're enabled to love others. And notice how Paul wants to be very clear here that God loves you. And he loved you while you were still a sinner. He knows who you are. And he still loves you. He doesn't wait till you get good. He doesn't get, wait till you're perfect. He says, I love you. And notice not only that, but we read that the Holy Spirit is the one who is poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. The work of the Spirit is to help us know and experience that. When you become a child of God, God gives us the Holy Spirit. And that Holy Spirit is the one who guides, who teaches, who empowers, who comforts, who motivates. The Holy Spirit, God's gift to us. And the final gift is this, joy. We rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Brene Brown says this about joy. I define joy as an intense feeling of deep spiritual connection, pleasure, and appreciation. She goes on to say that joy really leads in the gratitude. Joy. God wants us to know that we have been justified by faith. And that's why we can rejoice. Because that transaction is sealed. And it is complete. Now and forever. The gifts of God. The benefits for us. I trust that you have received the gift of forgiveness from your past. The gift of peace with the God of creation. The gift of hope, even in your suffering, that you are learning to persevere. The assurance that you are loved for who you are. And you are loved with a lavish love of God, not just in your mind, but also poured into your heart through the Holy Spirit. And in all this, that you are finding joy, rejoicing in God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Friends, let me ask you. Have you received by faith God's gift? The gift of salvation, the gift of hope, the gift of peace, the gift of love, the gift of joy. And if you have, are you continuing to discover the meaning and implication of God's gifts? As the choir sang for us, come Lord Jesus, come and call me yours, call me yours, call me yours. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, that is our prayer. Come. Father God, thank you for your deep love for each one of us. Lord Jesus, all we can say is hallelujah. What a Savior. Holy Spirit, continue your good work in us. And as we continue now in our worship, try you and God speak to each one of us here and each one watching. Meet us in the depth of our being and call us deeper to yourself. In the name of the Father 
and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.